Welcome to another episode of Let's Talk Small Data with T, where we are passionate about the power of small data in healthcare. I am your host, Tanasia Gonzalez, but you can call me T. Data has certainly changed the game in healthcare. Big data has blown the roof off, but small data, now that's the future. Small data allows us to dive deep into the key insights and take quick, customized action to achieve phenomenal results in performance and quality improvement. Let's explore this today. Thanks so much for joining us. If you have any questions for me or any of my guests, feel free to reach out to me at tgonzalez at eima-inc.com. Enjoy the show. Let's go. Welcome. Welcome to another episode of Let's Talk Small Data with T, where we explore the power of small data in healthcare. Today, I'm excited to have Alan Morales join me for a talk on innovation and small data. Alan and I worked together in a previous life uh, on some pretty exciting projects, and I'm really excited to hear about what he's up to today and what his insights are on innovation and small data. Alan is a project management professional. He's a data analyst. He's a business analyst. Uh, he's a Lean Six Sigma professional. He's got a couple of belts I'm really interested to hear about. Um, and he's really passionate about developing and delivering solutions and insights for improvement, both on the clinical side as well as the performance side. His specialties are with reporting and analytics and insights. And I'm really excited to welcome Alan to Let's Talk Small Data with T. So if you can go ahead and turn on your camera so that we can see your face, that would be wonderful. Hello, I can see you. There you go. Hey, T, how are you doing? You. Hello, how are you? Um, so, I'm doing great, thank you. thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you for coming on the show. I'm really excited to talk to you. And do you realize that it's almost two decades ago that we worked together on oh, wow. uh, the data projects. It's like a full lifetime for some folks. Um, but yeah, it's it's been some time. So I'm so happy to see you on the show. And thanks again for joining me. Yeah, um, me. yeah uh, so we're excited about data. I know how passionate you are. I mean, you're just as passionate about it as I am and designing tools and the buzzword innovation. Right. And so today we're going to be focusing on that. So if you could just give us a couple of words, a couple of sentences about Alan, Alan Morales, who are you? What are you passionate about and where are you joining us from in the world? Oh, I well, I'm, I'm right now I'm joining you from uh, from New Jersey. I live in New Jersey, okay. uh, um, town called uh, Milburn, New Jersey. Uh, okay. People might know it by the the mall that's near near us, uh, Short Hills Mall. OK, um, OK. But uh, yeah, you know, it's a nice day out, uh, beautiful day out, a uh, beautiful spring day. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, I, I'm basically, uh, you know, what I'm really passionate about is, you know, finding opportunities to improve uh, performance. You know, it could be anywhere from, uh, you know, financial, operational, or uh patient safety uh really patient safety has been the area that i've been working on the last uh last couple of years okay. um you know i was at mount sinai uh and i really got into it, uh areas of quality improvement patient safety when i was working with uh 
with uh, with the QI group over at Mount Sinai. And then, you know, an opportunity came up to work for a medical malpractice insurance company. And I decided to take it and uh, to pursue, pursue that, you know, when okay. been working with, uh, you know, improving uh, various mm-hmm. areas of patient safety and reducing risks for medical malpractice. Okay, pretty interesting. So you're, you have a lot of experience in the hospital space, as well as in the malpractice space and insurance space, right? Yeah, um, yeah, really exciting stuff, you know? So like in really, really, really tangible, you know, experiences to, you know, really get connected to improving, you know, how, how people get cared for, so. And I'm assuming that data is a big part of that, right? It's, and data is a huge part of it, you know, it's, right. you know it, it can come in many different forms mm-hmm. and really it's a, it's a way of, uh, of, of driving change, you know, it's, a, you know, it's, a, you know, uh, an objective way of uh, taking a look at how, how to best make improvements. And, you know, that, that's what, you know, we experience in healthcare. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, both you and I are, you know, I think you probably mentioned that, you know, we're both from the healthcare background. Mm-hmm. So we're both in the healthcare industry. So, you know, and, you know, uh, the idea of continuous improvement is a huge part of oh, yeah. uh, healthcare. Not just improvement, but continuous improvement. Yeah, right? continuous. Continuous but, is like a big, 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 uh, big, big part of that. Yeah, no, totally. And I know that you need to have access to the actionable data, right? That will allow you to make sure that you're going around, you know, going along the right lines, you're measuring the progress of your interventions and making sure you're going in the right direction. And you said another big buzzword, uh, transformation. So that's a big one happening, you know, especially as everyone's trying to get more on board with this value-based world that we're in now and really focusing on quality as opposed to quantity and really shifting folks out of going to the hospitals to really uh, leveraging ambulatory care and primary care and primary care practices. So very exciting time in the industry right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so in terms of innovation and small data, tell us, would you be able to give us a couple of examples of some tools or some projects that you've been involved in uh, that kind of highlights um, and exemplifies, you know, what innovation looks like with small data? Yeah. You know, like, you know, when I think about that, I mean, you know, for one thing, you know, this podcast I, I see as being something that's really innovative, you know, just like okay. being able to bring to a wider audience, the idea of small data is, is innovative in itself. Thank so, you, you know, you, yeah. <laughs> so, so I have to congratulate you on that, um, you. in that respect. So, but, you know, when I think about innovation, you know, mm-hmm. typically I think about, um, new technologies mm-hmm. and um, you know uh, new processes or, or new, uh, new new services, but yeah. it doesn't necessarily have to be those things. You know, it can, you know I think that when I really boil down to what innovation means to me, I think it's more of a mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, to apply that to small data, I think it really fits well with. Uh, with small data because, you know, as a mindset, 
Now, there are a couple couple key areas that are are important to having an innovative mindset. You know, things like being open to change. You know, in in healthcare, uh, you know, we're constantly you know it's it's a very regulated industry, so we're really you know facing change constantly. You know, whether or not whether it's from different regu- new regulations or uh, you know, different, uh, you know, federal, uh, federal or governmental uh, administrations that have different mm-hmm. agendas, you know, or different, different focuses. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I think that's, that's, that's a, a major part of it. And we just have to be open to change. And I think being in healthcare, we're used to having, having a lot of change mm-hmm. and that, you know, we're, for the most part, you know, we're, we're open to it. And we're able to, you know, quickly, I, I believe, it, for, from, from most of my encounters and from working, working in the industries, everyone's been, um, everyone's been really o- open to, to making various changes and adapting to right. what comes next. I mean, I, I, you know, how do you feel about that? Um, I mean, you hit on a couple of as they're talking, I'm going, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, because you're you're saying all of these buzzwords. I mean, I've, you know, with the podcast, I've been able to speak with a lot of different individuals and they're all saying the same things like mindset. That's one key word that I keep hearing. And I was just talking with a gentleman that I will be interviewing very soon on the podcast. And he's like, you know, we need a to, to be more open-minded, actually kind of opposite of what you were just saying. Yes, we are usually open to change, but my experience is that folks are usually more rigid and don't want to change anything because what's been working seems to be working for them. And they're like, no, 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 let's just keep it, keep it like this. Let's not go over there. And say, well, wait a minute, you know, we might have some an easier way to go and better improvement over here. Let's try it. Let's do a litmus test, you know? Um, And, you know, this gentleman was talking about it's time for a change of mindset. Let's address it. People need to think differently, especially when you have access to data and it's time to use data and really building into your, your, your workflow, you know, how you use data uh, strategically you know, from sitting down with patients to prior to meeting with patients to after meeting with patients and just changing up how we do things uh, on a regular basis. Um, It reminds me of that book, Who Moved My Cheese? I always think of those two little mice. Have you heard of that that book, Who Moved My Cheese? I forget the author, but it's, it's, it's the book that they pull out when the change management teams come into play. Mm -hmm. And it's the little pictures of the two mice and one mouse, they have to get through the maze to get the cheese. One mouse wants to try something new and the other one wants to just keep doing what he's been doing, which is not really working. Um, And the other mouse who changes actually has more success. I think that is exactly what happens in the book, but that's the gist. Um, But I always think of these two mice (laughs) when I I start talking to folks and they start talking about mindset. I was also talking with my cybersecurity group which is going live at the end of May, they were talking about there needs to be a change in mindset in terms of how people are working with small data 
to help keep it secure. So that's a different, we're talking about how they use it to, to move towards improvement. But I mean, yeah, so that's, that's kind of what I've seen, you know, folks um, haven't been as open to change as us data folks would like. Um, and it, it can get frustrating, but that's, 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 that's what we're here to do, help convince by showing. You know, yeah. so when you say, okay, here's an example. Here's something you're struggling with. Here's something you need to track on a regular basis. Let me go ahead and put together this customized tool that uses these specific data points to give you these specific reports that can tell you how you're doing specifically on these outcomes, you know, um, specifically, specific outcomes. I mean, and that's what I love about data is that small data is that you can go from the big picture, drill down and say, okay, specifically, I keep using that word purposefully, um, we're trying to get to this point. How exactly can we get there? And each path is very different. Therefore, you know, you need to have very customized approaches, customized tools, customized, you said another word, systems, building systems. You know, um, you need to have very specific systems and usually data, it, it's right at the center. Yeah. Um, and that's, so. that's, the, that's the challenge, you know, with, with, with healthcare, it's, mm -hmm. you know, as I said earlier, it's a very regulated industry. Mm -hmm. So, you know, so you do have to have fault, you do have to have, be able to be compliant mm -hmm. with, uh, mm -hmm. with various regulations and, mm -hmm. and, uh, operate within certain structural, um, right. parameters. Right. So I can see that how, how there, there's some resistance, but I think, you know, the, the other part of it is, you know, you have to embrace creativity and the, you know, be able to, to change, yes. um, you know, it, and, and like you said, like, you know, like being able to think big and th think, of the, think about the big picture is another part of it, you know, so mm -hmm. you want to be able to apply, uh, apply your approach to small, small data to make those big, big changes and think big and think, think of the bigger picture. I think that's that's really important um, to to you know mm -hmm. solving problems and improving performance mm -hmm. and going that next step to uh, to continuously improve. You know, I think that's you know you know you know being able to make those incremental changes. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, will 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 eventually um, you know like result in in, right. in larger changes. Yeah, yeah, it's another. Um key words that you were saying, you know, creativity, first of all. And when I hear the word creativity, I think vision, you know, and so, you know, you understand and be clear on your vision, but small incremental changes. I mean, that is really, that's at the center of improvement, right? Mm -hmm. the, uh, continuous quality improvement and rapid tests of change and the model for improvement from the IHI I'm quoting from um, you know, Institute of Healthcare Improvement. Um, you know, as a quality improvement professional, I find that stuff really exciting. I mean, mm -hmm. just being able to, to, to know, okay, exactly what is it that you need to improve? So you look at the what, okay? And now you look at how, how are you going to tackle this? You know, uh, that, that takes you understanding who exactly is involved, like what's involved, is it the providers? Is it the patients? What specifically? You get real clear on that, put together some metrics and understand 
okay, I need to improve on this and I know I'm doing a good job if I'm implementing this intervention, if my numbers look like this. I mean, and just having very specific tools to be able to track it at some regular interval. Um, you know, I just find that really exciting. And that's what I love about small data. And then I keep using the term small data tools, which are usually, in my mind, these are tools that are like an Excel sheet or, an, or a database that you create for a specific intervention, not some big giant um, like AI tool or machine learning, you know, all of that big data stuff certainly has a place, but so does small data. And small data really helps you to drill down to the individual patient. And really the whole purpose of this is for us to improve lives, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, we have a lot of passion working with the data and being able to be creative and create things that actually um, give us great outcomes, you know, but it's all about the lives that we're touching, which make it really um, fulfilling. Um, so any other thoughts on like innovation and small data uh, and healthcare? Yeah. So, I mean, you know, you brought up uh, the, the idea of value-based care earlier mm -hmm. and, you know, I think the, you know, this brings it, brings it back full circle to what you were just saying about the, you know, improving the individual lives and individual right. care for individuals. Um, you know, like the idea of value-based care is really to, you know, people are using, you know, big data now to really get uh, to develop uh, patient profiles. Mm -hmm. And, you know, what that really, really boils down to is they're trying to get back to the individual, you know, an individual approach mm -hmm. to, uh, to providing value, uh, providing targeted health, health, uh, health, uh, interventions so mm -hmm. that, you know, people's, so, so individuals can lead healthier lives. Yes. So it all just comes back to, to the individual, whether or not it's small data or big data, I mm -hmm. think, you know, eventually, you know, right now, you know, what we consider is big data, mm -hmm. you know, the way, the way things are exponentially growing in the data field mm -hmm. and you know, what we think considered as big data now might be considered small data 10 years from now. Possibly. So, I mean, you know, so I think like, you know, Ultimately, you know, I like to think of, you know, data as data, um, you know, but as you get to, uh, as you, as you try to focus in mm -hmm. on where you want to make your inter intervention or make okay. your changes, that's mm -hmm. where you, that's where you get to the small data yes. and you're, you're able to really think and act faster um, yes. by, by, make, by having that targeted approach. Yes. Yeah. So like the small data like you said, it's, it's, it's an action. It's more in action. You know, we're, we're, we're diving in. Like in my intro, I said, we're diving deep <laughs> so that we could take action. It's about taking action so you can achieve a certain outcome. Um, and um, it's really po it's powerful, especially as we move along in population health um, and deal with cert certain populations because each population, whether you're talking about the diabetics or you're talking about even like the elderly, the elderly patients, you know, that's one population I keep hearing about. I keep mm -hmm. hearing about the diabetics. Of course, there is some overlap there, but we have the elderly, we have the pediatrics, and then we have 
women. And then we have, we have I, I'm hearing about all of these different populations and I'm getting really excited because not, ex- well, you know, I get excited when I talk about healthcare and population and serving folks by way of data and reporting and analysis, but um, it's just so much more we can do, you know, and um, it's really exciting to hear all of the different things that people are doing with data um, all over the globe. I mean, I, I just spoke to someone in Nairobi, Kenya, um, and heard about what he's doing with predictive analytics. Um, so that's another big data thing that can help identify those insights, you know, and give us some predictions. And then once we have the, the list of patients and circumstances that are possibly being predicted, do the small data thing, dive in, okay, and figure out what interventions you need to take for better outcomes for those particular patients. Um, and it's really exciting to me. Um, yes, so I think it, that yeah. small data, that small data approach is really going to be able to get you to be able to make impactful uh, interventions yeah. in an agile and and uh, and nimble way. You know, because you know, you know, you're going to be able to get the the big trends from big data. Right. You're going to get the get yeah. get, get the, the big direction of where you want to focus. You're but right. you know, really yeah. make an impactful. Um, uh, you know, make, make, make an impactful, right. um, uh, project or, or, or intervention, right, you know, right. you're really going to have to get very specific and focused right, right, right. On, and, and have a targeted approach. Right. No, totally. I appreciate that. Um, so in terms of what you're doing now, you know, in your career, what's your main focus nowadays? It's well, been nowadays, like, like most recently, yeah, we did a lot of you know, speak like trying to fit in uh small data. Mm-hmm. You know, we did a lot of um, uh, of finding best practices, finding yeah. best practices, and another buzz phrase, mm-hmm. yeah. So, so you know, and 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 in finding best practices, we 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 would put together various surveys drawing from the expertise of, of, uh, of our various clients, okay. as well as, you know, putting together shared learning sessions. So, okay. you know, there's, there's no reason to reinvent the wheel. You know, if somebody right. has something, a solution that seems to be working, right. you want to share that. You want, you want to be able to, to collaborate and, and uh, okay. draw from other people's experiences, you know, that, and that's, uh, that's an area of using, utilizing small data for very specific, yeah. um, specific uh, examples, you know, from very yeah. specific experiences that, you know, other people can learn from and improve, totally. improve and, and, and spread, uh, spread, uh, you know, the best practice. No, totally. And, uh, you know, when I was uh, director of CQI at a, in a previous life, um, you know, we used to say, you know, share stories and steal shamelessly because if something's working well with one of your peers, take it, replicate it. Why not spread it? Um, So if something's working well, you know, just take it on and see how it fits your population and what you're looking at um, and use it. Why not? I mean, we're here to learn from each other. So no, totally. Yeah, and that's one of the things I really like about, you know, working in healthcare. Mm-hmm. I think that there's an overall o- overwhelming um, 
a sense of sharing for the greater good. You know, there's, right. there's that, there's that, there's that idea that everyone, you know, take, 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 for example, how, how polio, uh, polio was cured, you know, that it was a major, ma major effort by all the different researchers to pull all their information together and work towards that one goal. Um, you know, you, th you think about like, you know, I believe it was the, the March of Dimes, you know, mm. that, that was really instrumental in, in, uh, in, in that uh, process. Now, like, you know, people don't really, people probably don't know what the, the March of Dimes was for, so. You know, what is so interesting that you bring that up and um, shout out to Ron Tomo, who is my board chair. Um, he actually is a polio survivor and he was diagnosed. I mean, he openly talks about this. He's a rock star. Um, and he um, was diagnosed with polio maybe like a month before the vaccine came out um, mm -hmm. as a child. Um, and it's affect him, affected him in his life. But, you know, you don't see that because he is a rock star and I love him. But it's so interesting that um, you bring that up. But thank you for bringing that up. And perhaps one day in the future, we'll be talking about COVID yeah, and yeah. think, oh, remember that COVID virus? Yeah, <laughs> it's no longer an issue. You know, we're okay. We're good now um, until the next thing comes around, right? Yeah. Um, and then we use all of these learnings to apply to that next thing. So, yeah. you know. I mean, even, even COVID, I mean, look, look at, look at the, the development of the vaccines. Mm -hmm. you know, there was, you know, like a lot of collaboration, you know. Yeah. And you know what? I heard that. I think I heard uh, Dr. Fauci say, um, was it Fauci? It was someone else that said they were able to come up with this vaccine so quickly because they really leaned on the, the trials that they did to find the HIV vaccine. So they did a lot of uh, clinical studies, clinical trials, a lot of research and the scientists were going to town trying to find, you know, the vaccine for HIV and they leveraged all of that for the COVID vaccine. And that's why we were able to get to the vaccine so quickly. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, we learned from um, previous uh, work, previous trials and errors, and it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, and that, that's, that's not, not another point of, of going back, circling back mm -hmm. to, you know, shared learning, you know, so, right. yeah. Yeah. So that, 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 that seems to be, you know, a, a frequent uh, topic that comes up in mm -hmm. the, what we the overarching thing, uh, uh, um, uh, uh, one of the topics we've been discussing about continuous improvement, uh, okay. shared learning. Shared learning, so finding, spreading best practices. Yeah. Yeah, no, totally. And, um, you know, I mean, that's, you know, I'm kind of like doing a little bit of, of my own with that, with the podcast, because. You know, I'm talking to all of these different folks and a lot of folks are talking about the same issues, you know, mm -hmm. and tackling it from different angles. And um, my uh, mission here is to, to bring folks together, to work together, share and learn from one another. Um, and that's why I'm so excited about the podcast and, and, and really looking to do more of that because I have connected folks, you know, offline. Mm -hmm. um, but I do want to bring people together and let's have a bunch of round tables so that others out there in the internet world uh, could listen in and, and take part in, it. you know, um, very exciting. So. Yeah. And I, I hope, I hope this, this, this is a, this is a, 
this can be a, a, used as a tool to, you know, back to what I, my, my original comment was about uh, mm. innovation and, yes. and, uh, and, and with small data is about, it's more of a mindset, you know? Mm-hmm. So, so, you know, being able to be open to, to that, uh, open to change and open yeah. to, um, open to creativity and open to thinking bigger and, and, you know, and uh, being able to think fast and, and, uh, and and, being willing to listen. Yeah. um, And yeah, more inclusion and being open to everyone coming to the table, multidisciplinary. Yeah, totally. So um, we're almost coming to the end of our talk. um, And I I went fast. Yeah, I mean, it, time flies when you're having fun talking about data and reporting and, you know, um, anything I always ask my guests, is there like a, a special call to action that you'd like to share with the listeners? Um, anything you want to encourage folks to do or encourage folks to look into, do more of? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, so... so so I, I recently worked with a lot of like obstetrics um, projects. Okay. And, um, you know, one, one of the things that, that, that I recently came across was, uh, you know, this, uh, uh, it's a bipartisan um, act called the uh, Connected Moms Act. Um, oh, it's okay. uh, sponsored by uh, Senator Bill Cassidy from Louisiana. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um and really what it's, you know, like going back to what we we're just talking about value-based care and innovation, um, especially, you know, with, with what's happened with, with uh, COVID and the pandemic and the right. expansion of uh, digital and remote healthcare. Um, the, the Connected Moms Act is really about, mm-hmm. um, uh, I think CMS right now is, uh, is, going to be ruling on uh, or making a decision on how to finance it. Okay. Um, really what it's about is uh, getting uh, uh, various devices and monitors to, to, uh, to expectant mothers uh, okay. who may be in uh, underserved or rural uh, communities. Wow. Uh, so, so basically to fund, you know, various monitors, um, glucose monitors or fetal, okay. fetal monitors um, so I, I, you know, I, if I could say, you know, have, you know, and we're only maybe a couple weeks out from, uh, from mother's day. Um, so I think it's very timely oh, yeah. uh, that, you know, people should reach out to their local congressman, uh, okay. look it up, okay. connected moms, mom act, mm-hmm. um, connected look it up. Moms act. Okay. Yeah. Look it up, um, um, reach out to your congressman, mm-hmm. uh, local, lo- local, uh, politicians, Mm-hmm. And uh, say that, you know, express your, your support for it and try to drive them to support it as well. Totally. totally. That would be a great thing for, you know, for, you know, moms um, and, you know, yeah. Talk about digital, digital transformation, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, no, totally. I like this. And speaking of, you know, digital transformation, um, I know of a, a number of remote monitoring uh, projects that I've worked on in the past where companies come in uh, to help folks with uh, heart issues. You know, they provide blood pressure machines and, and, and heart uh, devices to, you know, I mean, there's some really exciting stuff out there. I'm interviewing another guy who 
um, Brian Stark is his name. He's really involved with tech companies to develop these patches and things that folks wear on their bodies to no longer need to do, uh, I guess, for the diabetics, no longer needing to do the glucose sticks and um, all of that, the different things that kind of disrupt, could disrupt the daily life, um, mm -hmm. to try and minimize the burden on patients and get more timely data. Um, so, I mean, there's, there's a give and take with this stuff because it could be intrusive, big brother-ish, but I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's like, they're always watching you. I mean, it's always, it's almost like uh, sometimes I've gone past stores and all of a sudden I hear bing on my phone. I'm getting an advertisement for the store that I just walked by. You know, <laughs> it's scary, but I mean, this digital stuff um, they're developing in healthcare and the healthcare space is really meant to lessen the burden for patients, uh, get more timely data to the primary care provider and, and really close the gaps. Yeah. Um, so interesting stuff. And thank you for that. If folks would like to reach out to you, what's the best way to contact you? Uh, you know, they could find me on LinkedIn under, uh, Alan R. Morales, uh, you know, Is like the innovator or <laughs> Alan R. Morales. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much, Alan. I really appreciate it. I appreciate you spending some time with me today to talk about small data and innovation and a bunch of other buzzwords that you've brought up. Um, and I look forward to maybe you ha having you back on the show. You yeah, know? definitely. And one of my roundtables talking about one of these uh, buzzwords or a couple of these buzzwords as we take it to the next level. Um, so loads of fun ahead. So Yeah, I had a lot of fun. Totally. Enjoy the good weather. And I will see you soon. All right. Take care. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. And I am going to say to my listeners, thank you so much for joining me today. I hope you enjoyed hearing more about Alan Morales's work and us talking about innovation and small data. I do hope that you will look into uh, the Connected Moms uh, initiative um, now being considered. And, and take Alan's uh, call to action seriously. Um, you'll have more information in the notes of this show so you can hear, you know, read more about how to contact Alan and also more about this initiative. Um, to subscribe to the podcast, you can find us on Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, or you can go to www.eima-inc.com dot com and click on let's talk small data with T. and that brings us to the end of the program and i want to say have a wonderful evening and remember unleash the power of your small data it's your most strategic asset have a good day this episode is brought to you by effective information management assistance Specializing in healthcare small data and offering expertise that goes beyond technology. Visit www.eima-inc.com to learn more about Emma and the podcast, Let's Talk Small Data with T.